With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. They keep saying that. They keep calling me Dr. Omar. I'm so sick of y'all shit, man. All right, let's get it going. Hey, what up, guys? I'm to hear more. And I'm Patrick Cloud. And this is another episode of Damn Internet, You're Scary. Hey, what up, Dr. Moore? Hey, man, I'm tired, bro. Glasses gonna stay on. Shout out to Crew, you know what I'm saying? Uh, New Orleans-based sunglass company. Get that free plug real quick because we're gonna end up working together. Just know that. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm tired, I just got man. hit up by Dulera. You know what I'm saying? I got the, I got the sponsorships, too. Dulera, breathe better. Hey, that's essential. Send that, essential. send that to them. Uh, <laughs> Funny, I, always, I always wear glasses because I've just always worn glasses. The thing, I, I do have contacts on, but typically I just always either have on glasses or I always have on a hat or both. But I always have on one or the other. Very rarely will you see me going neck and face. I wonder if that helps with like the screen, you know? I know it helps when I'm reading. Like when I'm reading the copy and stuff and I'm doing ads, I can I can read clearly and people don't know what I'm looking at. But I don't know, man. I just kind of feel like it's part of the persona that I have created for myself. Like just a cool motherfucker that I always wear glasses and hats. You should look into cool glasses that also help you from like blue light. Cause I, I had these gamer glasses that help yeah. from people that look at screens all day, like whether it's a phone or laptop or TV screen. Mm-hmm. And it help, they look, Terrible. They were like yellow aviators. I looked like a cop, so I I, I lost them just inherently. But yeah, we always looking at a screen. I'm gonna buy some of those now. Farron yeah. uh, bought me some of those. She bought me some of the ones that protect you for the screen. So um, um, yeah, that, I, I have a pair of those, and they're just regular black frame glasses. So, but they work though. You know what I'm saying? They do work. I'm trying to buy. I have a um a quick game before we jump into stuff. Oh yeah. For us to play yeah just a just a quick game you know what i mean you guys like dolphins hmm why not y'all a fan of dolphins let me of course go ahead. We like the, the porpoises hey can you let me share the screen real quick because i got Absolutely. some uh, i got some i got some dolphin facts okay we all know that dolphins are sexually aggressive right yes, we all we know this we all know this so i'm gonna name some new dolphin facts that i learned today and all you have to do is tell me which one of these is the fake one, okay? So, there's the, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll probably name like four things. Tell me the fake fact that I threw in there, okay? All right, number one. Hey! <laughs> well, watch this. Number one, dolphins masturbate. Number two, dolphins use sound to, to, to get off. So you could literally yell at their penis or, or like they could scream or, or yell into the penis or vagina and that's oral sex, okay? Number three, uh, gay blow, blowhole sex. That's when two male dolphins uh, have sex with each other through the top of their head, the little, the little blowhole right here. 
And then number four is fin sex, in which they get underneath and start sticking their fin uh, into the into the dolphin vagina. Okay, so those are your four options: either dolphin masturbation is fake, uh, the sound using sounds for oral sex is fake, gay blowhole sex, or fin sex. <sighs> That's a, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, that's how we're opening up. I, I'll let's go with the oral one. The sound. You're incorrect. Actually, any of them would have been incorrect. Those were four true crazy things that I didn't really know how to tell you guys. <laughs> so I put it in game game format. But um, yeah, all all four of those are true. Dolphins are full on freaks out here freak nasty any any way to get off dolphins are getting off all right they might be the closest to humans because like some people really get off on like masochists and being uh submission submissive and people yelling at them and obviously there's gay sex and yeah people have definitely put things in other people's crevices mm -hmm. so, so on and uh, yeah yeah dolphins may be the closest things to humans for real for real Oh yeah, they they out here having a great time. All right, so shout out shout out to dolphins. Um, speaking of the the open sea, uh, this has no story attached to it. The um, the only the, the only thing is the caption, which is R.I.P. Dad. Oh. Uh, gotta check. You gotta check for wind, guys. Uh. <laughs> Oh my God! All right, all uh, right. I just wanted to warm up, warm up today with this, with with some weird stuff. Uh, um, yeah, that's it, it. Gets worse as it goes. It I might have to make a video about. It. I haven't made a video today. That might be the video right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's a whew, that's a rough one. I didn't really know how to touch it. I just felt like to hear my the words for it. So many bad jokes popped into my head that I will not say <laughs> live, but I will text it to you. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's that's quite a moment. Um, and then the, uh, the third thing that I would like to say uh, to warm, warm up is, uh, guys, COVID is still happening. Um, it is still happening outside. Still a thing. Please, please don't be this this desperate to go outside. It's it's never it should never get this bad. Y'all, they look like somebody's lunch. Like if humans were giants' lunch and they were put on shelves and refrigerators in human-sized Ziploc bags, that's what it looks uh, like is happening right here. They look like trash. <laughs> it's this is like what. What could be under there that's this enjoyable? Because I assume it's raining too, right? I, I mean, maybe, maybe that's why the people, the other people are under the umbrellas. But it's like, it's yo, that's that's ridiculous. It's just not. It's I just yeah. I just wanted to float this out there. I know they're opening a lot of stuff up. Um, for watching this, they're just losing money. That it, the COVID did not go anywhere. Um, so yeah, just. Yo, the one comment at the bottom that says, after I nut in the <laughs> I do like the screen shares because it does it does highlight some very important commentary that we may not have said. Um. <laughs> uh, somebody said, I would never conceal my outfit like that. 
<laughs> why go home? Why why not stay home is what I mean. Why go out in the first place? Oh like, my god, man. People are funny, bro. People in the comment section be having some of the best material low-key. Oh, I think the best comedians on earth are just random people on their laptops because you'd be yeah. surprised like how many random tweets or memes with captions get stolen and turned into like all this like it becomes like an ongoing joke that just started from some random person on Twitter. So Yeah, for the sure. Internet is undefeated constantly shout out to that that old name all right i think the the only the only story it really makes sense to jump right into is my favorite thing on the internet which is that right there looks fire as fuck. I don't know what it is. about this yesterday and uh after people in the comments were talking supposedly he did this on his own for this mom pop uh greek restaurant um and uh he was on a show and he just did it like just on the strand so like they didn't ask him to he just evidently just did it which is dope of him right mm-hmm. um the video the angle that I came from on my video was like if, if somebody was tied to fire festival I, I don't want them associated with my business. And that that's where I was coming from on the whole video. It's like, my nigga, you still was like, you was on Fire Festival. And I don't know if he's taking this serious because you ain't got no shoes on. I don't want you doing my video with no shoes on unless it's about foot cream. Well, <laughs> well, I'm glad you, you used that angle because a lot of people just went straight for it, like 50 Cent, like, you broke. I can't believe it's gotten this bad, yada, 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 yada. Yeah, and yeah. although I don't know how much money he has, it turned out that, like you said, this was for a show on yeah. TBS. This wasn't him just being hired for a commercial, which is how it came out in context. Yeah, uh, It came out that there's a show uh, where this is kind of the premise from what I understand. Um, it's sort of like rappers with shows or something like that. Yeah, and, and this was what I like to think of as creative marketing that came out before the show aired so that people would think it's real. People would kind of like do the whole internet bullying thing. And now it's the, it was trending and then they, they um, uh, told us what it was. So it says, oh, don't wanna get flagged. Uh, so basically it says, he says, thanks for making my commercial trend and go viral. With your help, we raised money for No Kid Hungry. So it was for charity and helped Papa Cristos gain a lot of new business. Make sure y'all watch here. It's called Celeb Show Off on TBS Network tomorrow. Opa with cry faces. I respect Ja Rule for this. Yeah. <laughs> this I, I'm going to go dope. to, I'm definitely going to, to Papa Christos now for sure. That, that, Is that out here? Yeah. It said Pico, so I assumed it was. Huh. That's hilarious. It's probably swamped. And they're like, Is this the place Ja Rule was talking about? Like, yeah. He, the you first thing he told me was that he didn't know the name of the food. Like, he was looking on Nothing. his phone and still was like, Motherfucking food fire! <laughs> I I love it. Like if you can't come back in music, and you just decide to t- turn into a personality, and you start doing stuff well, 
I, I have nothing negative to say. And it's like, it wasn't a selfish move because he was broke. Yeah. For charity. It helped the restaurant out. out and it's for a show. Like, it was, this was a win-win-win. And I feel like he played 50 at his own trolling game. Which Yeah, was, he did. I, I, I think Ja Rule is funny, bro. I would like to see him more, acting more. Like, I, I think he's funny. I think leave the business side alone, except for, like, your contracts when, when you are doing, you know, work but other than that man just act I, I think he's funny i think he's a character i think he would be a good comedic actor i'm going i didn't know it was so close yeah i don't think i don't think he should be a leading role but i think he could be a good supporter actor like i remember when i first saw my uh, uh fast and furious and he was like monica <laughs> menage like that was i always yelled that out when i take off like from what? the curtain, Menage! Because he's like, if he had won the race, would have got old girl, the chicken uh-huh. sucker, and a friend. And so he was like so pumped. And then when Brian beat him, he was like, Monica! What movie was that? Fast and Furious. I think I remember that, low key. I think that might have been the first one. That's when uh, Brian was trying to impress Dom. And then they, they shelved him and put Ludacris in there. Yeah. SMH. Hey, man, only one rapper at a time, bro. Hey, Ludacris, Ludacris low-key got a nice little acting career. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he, he got it. Except for everything, except for John Henry. That John Henry movie that's on Netflix right now with him and Terry Crews. And He's the lead? Like, he is like the, the villain. He's the antagonist. But he has like a, 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 a mechanical jaw and it's like all gold and jeweled out. And it's just like, what? What? What are y'all doing? Is, what's what, the movie called? It's called John Henry on Netflix. It's him, it's Terry Crews, and some John other Henry, people. the nigga who made this, the train tracks? Yeah, the, the iron worker, yeah. The dude who made the train there. tracks, who was beating the machine. There's a movie where well, Terry Crews yeah, is John Henry. John, ha- John Henry's hammer and all that hammer, yeah. And a bionicle, a bionic jaw ludicrous is his antagonist, is what you're yes. telling me. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. Okay, um, I just found it. Let me go. Ahead. Let me go ahead and share this with the with the people. Yes. Um. Wow. I yeah. didn't think it was gonna be this bad. I thought it would be like at least like Terminator style. No, you thought I was joking. You thought I was joking, uh, and no, I was not. There it is, right there. That is. That's it, right there. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Who was John Henry's villain? Who was like, oh, this guy's really fast. He's beating our machine. Let's 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 ruin him. <laughs> you gotta, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the movie for anybody that might want to steal. After that, I, I, hey, some people be like, hey man, I gotta see it for myself because there've been some movies on Rotten Tomatoes that got shitty ratings, and I went back. I was like, oh, it wasn't that bad, you know what I'm saying? But this movie, this movie, wow, this okay. movie, okay. Ooh, God, that's the worst sound in history. Um, but shout out, shout out to 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 Ludacris. Um, he used to have the the crazy big afro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad he didn't lose it. You know, I'm glad he didn't Luda lose it. Oh God, that was horrible. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Ludacris always had the the, the amazing hair, and uh, thanks to products like Keeps, people like him to here and myself never have to worry about losing it again okay mm-hmm. so uh we basically are are here to represent keeps 
Uh, if you don't know, two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. Uh, the best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. So now you can get treated from home. Uh, you used to have to go to the doctor's office for your hair loss prescription, but now thanks to Keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your house. You can make it easy and deliver your medication every three months. So you say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines, six feet apart, all those awkward doctor visits. Now you can have it right to your house. Um, Keeps offers generic versions only two, uh, excuse me, of the two FDA approved hair loss products out there. You uh, may have tried them before, but never for this price. Keeps us at a completely affordable price, and they recognize that prevention is key. Um, Keeps uh, treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using uh, Keeps, the more hair you'll save. So get ahead of the problem, okay? Uh, so you can find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication, okay? Keeps treatments start at only $10 a month. Uh, plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month for free. So That's, I mean, why would you not try that? Why would you not? Um, so yeah, if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash D-I-Y-S and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's key, uh, excuse me, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash D-I-Y-S. All right. Get your, get your hair, get your hair situated. Right. Situated. And remember, prevention is key, man. So the sooner you do it, you know what I mean? The get, ahead. get ahead of it. Um, all right, cool. So let's jump back into my uh, saved saved stuff all right i want to know how the how the the scary squad feels about this 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 uncle ben aunt jemima weird like i, I don't know if you haven't if you haven't heard there's just been like this huge recall on old products that no one asked about uh so sorry i don't want to get my put my uh, opinions in there just yet but they're trying to take down Aunt Jemima's likeness, Uncle Ben, all these random things that, um, you know, may portray a mammy or old like slave type of, of, of imagery. Uh, Aunt Jemima's family is not okay. They're not happy about this. They've been uh, publicly uh, saying that, you know, the, the, her legacy will be tarnished and they want to keep it. Uh, up until now, I didn't think Aunt Jemima's family was getting a check. Uh, me neither. Which That's is interesting. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't see why they would speak out against this if there wasn't money involved. Uh, but who knows? Maybe it was just something that they, it was prideful in their family. But to a lot of other black people, I guess it was harmful. I don't, I don't know. I get, they're getting rid of Uncle Ben's now, the cream of wheat guy. What do y'all, what's, what's the, what's the consensus on this? Is this, is this a win? I, I, I don't know. I don't, you know what, I, I don't know either. I always thought it was weird that we had some cert called Aunt Jemima. Like, I thought that was kind of, you know, definitely low-key shady. Uh, and out of times, I thought it was a little, you know, poor in taste. But, you know, I also feel like the Redskins is definitely poor in taste. Like, yep. have a, a national football team and named after a, a Native American tribe that America nearly wiped completely out. I just feel like, that's wild as hell too. And I know there are certain football, like some of the college uh, teams have 
been granted permission of using like the Seminoles in Florida. However, I still feel like that's highly like offensive. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. how y'all promoting all of that and you constantly are impeding on that land and their rights. You, you remember the whole pipeline fiasco a yep. couple of years ago, you know, mm-hmm. trying to go through this, the Native Americans land and, and, and still like y'all still not respecting them. So I just feel like, you know, unless y'all gonna do it right and try to make everything right, like let's not, let's not play with it. You know, do it all the way right. And let's, right. let's, let's rid everything of all the racist, racist connotation that a lot of these companies and teams and other professional uh, settings have. Let's get rid of it all. I agree, but I don't know. It's like, like, like when you bring up the pipeline thing, like the pipeline, how they treat Native Americans, the border issue uh, with, you know, Hispanic and Asian people right now, uh, or just, you know, all, all foreign people. Um, you know, this, this police brutality issue, like that's, that's the messed up stuff. That's the stuff that everybody's like, yo, this, mm-hmm. and it's just weird. Cause I feel like we live in a, in a country that's like, while we're, while we're asking for this, they're like over here, like, well, we painted black lives matter on the street and like, we're ch- we'll change uncle Ben's we'll change aunt Jemima. And like, to a certain extent, it's kind of our fault because we look at this and we're like, yeah, it's a W thanks. And then this, all, all of this stuff remains completely untouched not changing so it's like when it came out i'm like yeah that's cool but it's like i don't think anybody was really talking like i don't think anybody i don't think there was one single person in the street protesting with an uncle uncle ben or aunt jemima agenda you know you know what that's that's what we think because we weren't it's kind of like racism right and this is not giving a pass to anyone that has exhibited it or turned a blind eye to it. Racism is always in your face, but you don't realize how real it is until it's a major like world event. Like I was proud to see people like doing the uprisings in London and Paris and things like that, because that means that not only do we experience it here, but obviously they experience it there and everybody is tired of it. And now you're starting to see our counterparts recognize their wrongdoing and it starts in the house so a lot of grandparents and parents are just teaching these to the grandkids and the kids and they never even think about the stuff that we go through so i think now is is the perfect time to address all of it man like it, it we might not have been aware of if there were uh protests or initiatives to change the name and the images for uncle ben and Aunt mama but that's not to say that they 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 weren't there they just might not have got the traction that they needed to make a national stand on it so i'm, I'm not opposed to any of it I'm, I'm opposed to people acting like it doesn't exist and once it's been brought up trying to turn a blind eye to it but i don't think that's something that doesn't deserve national attention i think being on the right side of history is addressing this and addressing it accordingly. So I'm for it. Definitely for it, you know what I mean? Because if they're offensive Im- images, it's just like all these, these uh, statues and stuff that are being taken down. So it's just like, perfect, for sure, do that. But it's like, it seems like this is kind of further down the list, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. like over here, like, hey, Brianna Taylor, like, Oh yeah, no, no. I, I definitely think we should still do that too, Pat. I definitely think like Brianna Taylor should still be trending. I think we should try to bring that back to the forefront as well. And and Juneteenth, I think we need an agenda. I think we need like everybody's like, yo, press these politicians and tell them what you want, 
and don't vote them in if they're not about that agenda and making a change. I think these are things that we definitely need to take to the polls and we definitely need to take uh, to the rallies and the uh, the conventions and stuff. Like the, I think we need a list of, of change from from big from big changes to small changes. And this might not be as big to someone else, but like as long as you have this type of propaganda, you have this type of images portraying black people still in a somewhat serving work role, mm -hmm. then people are always going to look at us like that. So, you know what I'm saying? You see the Jordan image, you automatically associate that with greatness. You associate that with one of the greatest basketball players of all time. You see Angel Mama, you see her with the head wrap, even though, you know, consciously you don't attach her necessarily to a slave, but you know that it was somewhat of a mammy type of image. You know what I mean? So, even subconsciously, you still attach that to looking at blacks as lesser than. And so I, I think that even though this might not be as pressing as Breonna Taylor uh, killers being held accountable, I think that it still is in the same vein of putting us on the same pedestal as our counterparts to be looked at as equals. Like get rid of all this negative imagery so the next generation and the generations after that won't associate that with us. I think it still should be in history books. I think it should not be forgotten. I, I, I hate that America has a history of trying to sweep their dirty past and their wrongdoings under the rug, but I don't think that it should be our images going forward. There's nothing wrong with having a, 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 a fit black man on the, on the front of Uncle Ben's um with the grandkid on his lap and in a rocking chair or whatever like let's update all of this all of these images change except for like a lot of the stuff that kind of portrays us as as lesser than so let's let's change that let's change all that shit i i agree um yeah i i definitely think we would and it's 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 crazy somebody in the chat had a very bad idea of changing the white house to that house <laughs> it's not a great it's not a great idea but it did make me think like why is the white house just straight up called the white house like every every time i like looked it up it was just like roosevelt named it and it was like it was it used to be called like the president's palace or the mm -hmm. president's house or something like that and now then he said white house but i was just like everywhere i looked i was like well, why is it and there was there was like i think a couple facts that was like it was used to like cover burn marks or something and i'm like why why would you pick white i just wow. i don't know i i i'm not sure i feel like they didn't think they didn't ever think a black guy would ever be in there ever ask hey. they didn't think they'd be they would have to ask like yeah. why is it called white house back at the, back at the time they were probably like we have slaves it's it's a white house for white people what are you talking about now everything's pc and they're just like well you know the the paint was actually white lime and it's, it was it it was weird. Apparently, it's not from paint. It was from a lime-based whitewash. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it's paint now. Mm. Yeah. But originally, it was it wasn't. But that's weird. Uh, points to you guys if you can tell us exactly why it's called the White House. Because I, I yeah, everything everything I saw is is just kind of confirms that it was called the President's palace or the executive mansion and then they painted a white because of scorch marks and the white the white paint had lime in it or something like that and all of that uh but yeah man i don't think they ever thought a black man was gonna be in there so it should be like money green that'd be fire <laughs> that's what uh that's clearly what every race <laughs> respects yeah um this is weird did you see the interview with the chick-fil-a ceo no, but I heard about it. Like, is that the one where he watched Lecrae's feet? Watch this. 
shared with me by a dear friend who shared with me about a revival that was taking place at a church in Texas. And uh, at that revival on the front seat was an older African-American young, uh, older African-American man, man that was sitting there. And this young man got up that uh, was there in that service and he'd been so gripped with conviction about the racism that was in that local community in a small town in Texas that he, he took a, uh, a shoe brush and he walked over to this elderly gentleman and he knelt on his knees and began to shine his shoes. And uh, tears began to flow uh, in that service. Uh, it was an attitude of, uh, of conviction. So I, I invite folks to just to, to put some words to action here. And if we need to find somebody that needs to have their shoe shine, we need to just go right on over and shine their shoes. And uh, whether they got tennis shoes on or not, maybe they got sandals on, it really doesn't matter. But there's a time in which we need to have, you know, some, some personal action here. Maybe we need to give them a hug, too, brother. <laughs> and, some, and, some, and some stock in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that was his uh, way of saying bro what because <laughs> here's the thing man and i thought about this as soon as i read that i couldn't even watch it because i knew it was gonna be cringy and watching this was cringy um i know a lot of times when white people do these type of acts they're doing it to try to establish solidarity mm-hmm. or to apologize for those before them Here's the thing, though. Those gestures are, are just that. That's a gesture, right? You get back in your, your private jet and you get back to your mansion and all of that. What, what are you really doing for the black community? I think what Lecrae said at the very end of that is what we're really looking for. It's like, and give me some stock in Chick-fil-A. I'm um, making it available. Like, mm-hmm. like, give us something that's really, like, you shining my shoes or my tennis shoes is not going to help me at all. However, you making stock tips available or making informational stocks available to people of color, people who, who are given, uh, who are disenfranchised and have less opportunities for wealth and generational wealth, that is more helpful than you shining my shoes. And like, it's the same thing when um, the, the people of Congress were wearing the, the kente cloth and stuff. Like, I, I get that you thought that was a good gesture, but like, what we really want is to see the change that is going to propel us to be on a level playing ground. So if you really want to help us and show us good gestures, enact some of this legislation that we are looking for with like um, education reform, police reform, uh, justice reform, start going into these cases where black men were given 20, 30 years for weed charges and now weed is legal. Like Mm -hmm. let's start there. Like you shining my (laughs) shoes, uh, kneeling in front of me, and 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 uh, wearing kente cloth is not going to solve the disenfranchised and the the complete separatist that of uh, supreme power that the white community has had over people of color and black in particular. Like that's that's what we're looking for. All of those other gestures are just mm-hmm. photo ops, in my opinion. You yep. shining somebody's shoes, a shoe is is a photo op. I don't care about that. Like that's not really what's the important. We really want to see some change. So the thing, the thing that I don't like about that act is it's like, God, like we black people see white people fighting alongside of us. We see it, we appreciate it. 
we see it at every protest. We see it while, while you guys are calling up police stations, all that stuff. We see it and we appreciate it. But please, this, this situation should not be white people's excuse to show like that gesture that just happened was for white people. Like black people aren't sitting here like, yeah, shine my shoes, whitey. Like we don't, that's our, that's the thing. Like you see that quote following, like all we want is equality. We want revenge. We want not, we just want it to be fair. That's all we're fighting for, which is ridiculous, right? We're fighting for just for shit to be fair. So it's not like we want like white people to come shine our shoes and we want white slaves and we want white people to, you know, draw our horses and all that shit. Like we don't want that. Like, this is not an opportunity for white people to like show that they feel bad and like that whole call a black person and check on them and just like you doing all right man you all right like it's it that's not what we're we're trying to change things you know like yeah this is not new for us this is new for a lot of people a lot of people have been dealing with this for the first two months ever but it's been like this so it's like you're yeah. not gonna go up to a bully and be like man like and like try to you, you want you want that shit to to stop, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like we're this is literally like a situation where an entire minority group is being bullied, and we don't want sympathy. It's just like that that racist. I don't have it queued up, but that racist Baltimore restaurant that um, the girl was, uh, her son was being kicked out for wearing athletic gear, and in the video she showed a white kid that had the same outfit on, pretty much. The kid, the dude kept saying like, I understand you're mad. I'm sorry you're mad. And she's like, I'm not mad. I want to know why this is. I want to, I want you to tell me why he's not allowed, but that white kid is. And they're just like, I understand you're upset. And it's like, bro, you guys that's, can't and that's, keep that's doing so this. demeaning yeah. to us when you say I understand because you don't. You don't understand it. And this is a blatant representation, an example of how you don't understand it. When you're taking me questioning the unfair treatment of me because of the color of my skin, and you just like minimizing it with saying, I understand. Don't say that. Either allow me and my people to be in here or kick the other person out. That's how you show me you understand. And even then, you understand in this one instance. Yeah. You don't understand the, the totality <laughs> of the pressure that we carry every day as being black people. You don't understand the pressure of getting pulled over and hoping that a citation is the most that you get. You, as a black person, praying for just a ticket, praying that you are not about to encounter a white cop that's had a bad day or just has a vendetta out for black men or black women. That is the that is what you hope for the most. Yep. Like I will take a broken blinker or a speeding ticket or uh, a California road to a stop sign any day over like the 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 real possibilities of the extent of how it can go, and with with the CEO doing that, I felt like he's pulling from the Bible when they wash Jesus' feet and, mm -hmm. and all of that. But it's like, bro, those, those ain't the same times. That's number yeah. one. Don't watch number my Number two, I can't really take you seriously when you're saying you want to do right by this group of people, but in the same breath, you don't. You have a personal vendetta against people who are gay and all of the LGBTQ community. Is that him specifically or is that just the organization? That's the organization, but if he's a CEO, because you can franchise Chick-fil-A's, but you still have to either have work for them or you have to go through this like intense training to be able to franchise. So if he's a CEO, that is, that's his thought. That's his policy. Like, and it's like, how can you, that that's no different from racism. 
If you are going to say, I'm accepting of, accepting of all people, creeds and races, you have to be accepting of all people, sexual orientation, creed, races, and religious belief. You can't like pick and choose. Pick and choose, gonna, yeah, what is that? Who you gonna be racist to? Like it, that, that blows my mind. So like, I can't take that act seriously. I Bad. cannot take it seriously. Bad. And I hate when people tell, listen, if we have any any white counterparts that are in the chat, that are part of Scary Squad, that are viewers of the podcast, just know, no black person is all right. Don't call them and ask them if they're all right. We are not all right. And that's okay. Like, no one should be all right right now. Mm. Our white counterparts shouldn't be all right. Our Chinese, our Asian, our Japanese, no one should be all right right now. We should all be at a, a constant state of unrest because we are still not there as a people, yeah. right? The, what you should do is like, hey, can I pray for you? Hey, I, I'm sending positive energy your way. Hey, you I'm uplifting you in thoughts and prayer because we are not all right. No one should be all right with the government being the way it is, the justice system being the way it is, the education system being the way it is, the complete disenfranchise and the gap between social economics in the black community and people of color community and our white counterparts. No one should be all right. Yeah. No, I'm not all right. Super facts. Pray for me or get on up those front lines and walk with me. And, and, and my white counterparts, you need to be the representation for us when we're not there. When your friends are saying the N word and, and rap songs, I don't care if it's in a rap song. You know what that word does to certain people. It might not be as triggering for all black, but for certain people, that's not okay. I don't care if I have gay friends and they say I can say the F word. I know there are certain people that aren't okay <laughs> with it, so I'm not gonna say it to make sure I don't offend anybody in that group. Mm -hmm. And that's what it needs to be. We yep. have to get on some type of accord uh, where we are okay with saying, hey, I'm not gonna disrespect you. I'm also going to do what I can to help you because black people can't be everywhere at, 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 at all times. We're not, I'm, 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 I can't say the word, the thing that God is, he's always seeing, always seeing. Omnipotent? Omnipotent. Omnipotent? Omnipresent. 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 Yeah, we, we can't do that. So when we aren't able to, you still have to be there to, to march for us. You have to be there to scream out for us and be the presence for us to take up for us. If you really want to show us change, do that. Don't call it like, hey, you okay? No, I'm not okay. There aren't tests for COVID in black communities. No, there are communities in the black neighborhoods that don't have fresh produce. No, I'm not okay. No, my kids can't go to a good school. The books are, are, are 15 years outdated at my kids' school. No, I'm not okay. You want, you want to help me be okay? Help me. Be out there. Be an advocate and a, and, a, and a proponent for change. That's all I'm saying, man. It's, it's crazy that you said that um, this is the same guy who doesn't like uh, or doesn't support the LGBT community. And it's crazy. What this scenario showed me is that if you grew up a certain type of way, it doesn't matter what changes when you're old, you're kind of already set. You know, like the first thing I thought of, I was like, shine his shoes. Like, what year is it? And that just kind of showed you he was still mentally in a different time period. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even think the dude's shoes that he could wear were shinable. That's why he, when he got down there, he was like, sneakers, it doesn't matter. Cause he, you know, he got down there and he was like, oh my God, it's not 1930. What am I talking about? And it's, it's just, it's so weird that some people are so stuck in that state of mind, but that makes, um, that makes racism. 
make a lot more sense. Yeah. So that's really just, that's really it. And we can try to trim back the hairs of racism all we want. That transition. <laughs> that was a stretch. That, that was a stretch. I'm, I'm a committing. I'm committing it. I'm committing. Go to ahead, it. man. Go ahead. I'm with you. Trim back the hairs of racism all we want, but no one's gonna be better at trimming hairs than than Manscaped. <laughs> this is brought to you by Manscaped, who we've been rocking with for a minute. They have been killing the self-grooming game. They've been giving you all the stuff for your crotch. To, to make sure that you are perfectly, you know, tidy down there and looking good. But now they done up the game one more time. Now they just released the Weed Whacker, which is a trimmer for your nose and ear hair. All right. They just want you to be photo shoot fresh, fresh out of quarantine. Take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. So now it's time to trim yourself up and make yourself less Sasquatchian. Okay. <laughs> Uh, great. So, this is a nose and ear uh, hair trimmer that provides propri proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, tugs in those delicate holes. And nobody wants some a bloody ear. Uh, so the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. That just sounds good. I don't really know what mm -hmm. it means. It means like it moves and it got two blades. It gives you the power and lets you know that that bad boy turns in a complete circle every time. You understand me? <laughs> every time. Uh, it's intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof, which makes it uh, you know easy to operate and mm -hmm. clean. Uh, the only nose hair trimmer that's on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium ion, ba uh, ion battery uh, that lasts for, up, lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. So if you got a lot of hair, you're in good shape. Uh, However, I would say nothing should last. I mean, nothing should take 90 minutes. You should, at most, five minutes. So that 90-minute charge should last you a couple months. If, if not, then you need to talk to your ancestor. What's going some, on? Some people are hairy. Some <laughs> people are hairy. But I, I do agree. That's a lot for, some, for a nose. Um, but, yes, you will actually get a replaceable blade every three months to make sure that your weed whacking is clean and enjoyable. And 79% of partners polled admitting, uh, excuse me, 79% of partners that were polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. But I didn't have to tell you that, right? You should know Everybody that. Everybody knows that, yeah. Um, so it's time to upgrade your routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping if you use our code DIYS at manscaped.com. So again, uh, that is manscaped.com uh, and use our code DIYS. And just, you know, thanks thanks to Manscaped for keeping our pubes trimmed and our hairs and our holes looking nice. That part right there, my boy. It's a rough, rough transition city. Uh, <laughs> come on, trim the hairs of uh, trim the hairs of racism. That's uh pull it back, man. <laughs> let let the top off the Maybach of racism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that, that was a that was a mic. That was a little bit. All right, let's try to let's try to lighten it up because there's a lot of it's a lot of dark, a lot of darkness. Um, I get it too, man. Like it's it's hard I, I, for the people watching, man. I know y'all like every week you talk about this, but like I gotta understand, man. Y'all hear about this once a week on the show. We hear about this every day, and that's why like I, I appreciate my content creating brothers and sisters out there that mm -hmm. are still enlightening people, but still providing entertainment and 
and content for you guys that's not solely centered around this because I know how exhausting it gets to see this every day. I know how exhausting it gets to scroll through your timeline and see this every hour. But mm -hmm. I also want you guys to remember that this is how we live every day. This is what we see every day. So it is, it is becoming warped for you guys. And we're just standing here saying, welcome to our world. That's that's it. Like we've been dealing with this for a while. And oh man, I, I'm I'm glad that there is a spotlight on it and it's finally getting the uh the, the pedestal that it deserves. But yeah, we 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 gonna we gonna it's still we still as long as we fighting a good fight, it needs to still be relevant. Whew. Well, that was the best transition I could ask for because speaking of welcome to our world, there was a cop that went on a rant about just how rough it's been to be a cop in, in, in for the last two weeks. And the internet said, hilarious. Check this out. To come to the McDonald's at Love's on the Ford Avenue exit. And I waited in line to get my food. I had already done my mobile order so that, you know, people don't pay for my stuff because I just always like to pay for it myself. But I'm on my way home from work. Um, when I pull up to the window, they hand me my receipt. So I go to the second window to get my food and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And so the girl comes to the window and asks me what my order was. I repeat my order and my coffee. I'm about um, to cry. Order. And they asked me to pull up because my food's not ready. It's, uh, an English muffin meal with a hash brown and coffee. And I mean, I hadn't eaten. I decided to, you know, I hadn't eaten since, I don't know, probably about, I mean, I've been up for a very long time, but I haven't eaten. Uh-oh. So I was kind of hungry. And I'm still waiting. Kind of hungry. And I'm still waiting. And they asked me to pull up. So I pull up forward and uh, a girl comes out with my coffee and just the coffee. And she hands it to me and I have my window down. Oh no! And that's all she hands me is the coffee. Oh no! So I told her, I said, don't bother with the food because right now I'm too nervous to take it. Oh! You're nervous! It doesn't matter how many hours I've been up. It doesn't matter what I've done for anyone. Right now I'm too nervous to take a meal from McDonald's because I can't see it being made. I don't know what's going on with people nowadays, but please just give us a break. Please just give us a break. And I hadn't eaten. Give us a break. It's still going. I don't know how much more I can take. I've been in this for 15 years and I've never, ever had such anxiety about waiting for McDonald's drive through food. So just have a heart. And if you see an officer, just tell them thank you. Because I don't hear thank you enough anymore. Oh, man, what to digest first? What to digest first? It's 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 almost. I I don't know where to start. I'll I start. don't know where to start. Yeah, Tinker, you can uh, Yeah, right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you know, when you, you sign up to be a mortician, you know that you're signing up for somewhat of an isolated position. 
uh, isolated career. You're not going to really interact with a lot of people who are living outside of the family of the deceased that you are going to be, you know, attending to. Uh, the same thing with the fireman. You know, you are putting your life in danger every time you get called out. You have to, everybody else is running from the fire. You have to run in and do your job. And, uh, you know, there are num numerous professions. Like, I don't think trash men get thanked enough. Can you imagine what neighborhoods would look like if trash wasn't empty daily, weekly? You know what I'm saying? Like, there are a lot of professions that don't get the thank yous that they probably should get. Um, you think about teachers. These are the people who are providing education for the future leaders, the leaders of tomorrow. And a lot of times they are underfunded. They have to go in their own pockets and provide resources to their classes. They don't get the, the funds that, that can help take the kids out of the classroom and teach them on the job or real world skills. Uh, so those tears are kind of falling on deaf ears when there are so many professions that don't get the thank yous that they deserve. Also, if you guys policed each other the way that you police and abuse your privilege in the communities of color, you might get more thank yous. You know, you might get more people who are willing to say thank you for standing up and taking a stand against the bad apple. So somebody, everybody's so quick to say that, you know, it's a couple bad apples doesn't ruin a bunch, but it kind of does because if, if there are a couple bad groups, a couple bad groups of guys in a black community that are causing trouble, they automatically lump all of them together. They automatically say that's the bad neighborhood. You don't go over there at a certain time or you don't go over there at, at all because they over there robbing the key. Even if it's just two or three people. I literally just watched an episode of 60 Minutes from like 1992 where it was talking about my city, East St. Louis, and Belleville, the city that Farron is from. And there was an increase in break-ins in this one particular area of Belleville. And so the police chief uh, did not uh, create a task force of four cops to crack down on black people who are driving in the area. And there was not evidence of 75% of the tickets issued by these four cops. 75% of them were issued to black people. There wasn't even that many people in Belleville. So they are literally targeting people of color who were up there who were coming from work, going to work, or just passing through to get to the neighboring town. Target 75% of them, right? So and it came to light that, because they said that it, it was gangs that were from East St. Louis that were coming up to Belleville and breaking in these houses and, and scaring people and robbing people and all of that. And when it came to light, they found out it was one person one black man who had a history of this who got a reputation and 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 they attached it to an entire city not even a part of town not even a part of east st louis the entire city of east st louis this one person was the representation for all the people there all the hard working all the the mom pa shops all the the nine to five people got this reputation of this one guy so when you tell me there's a couple bad apples that shouldn't ruin the whole bunch, but I see stories like this that are documented with facts to back it up with evidence, they have the receipts. I find it hard to be uh, um, sympathetic to her cry for help. I just, I just do. So 
I mean, it's just like, I've never seen such lack of social awareness too. Cause it's like, you're a white woman. And it's like, if you, if, if you're at the very least, I would expect like, damn, cops really hate, like they really hate cops right now. I understand like, I just, I'm, I'm gonna take this L, but you went on camera and was like, I, I didn't get my McGriddle. Like we just need a break. Like that's, that's what y'all are worried about. That's what y'all worried about. She's just like, I can't even order from McDonald's. We can't even jog. We can't even be asleep in our own house. Like, what are you talking about? Like the lack of social awareness to, to, to post this and have the nerve to be like, this is what we're going through. This is what, and you don't even have the social awareness to be like, oh, I'm a cop. Maybe this is gonna be dumb because the entire world hates cops right now. Cops are killing random people. And that's why this happened. That's why this is crazy. Like, you know, you don't know why they treated you like shit here. You're just literally like, and it didn't help that you were a white woman that was blonde. That's just like, I can't believe this is how they're treating us. And it just, it, it goes to show one of two things. Number one, white people could not take the abuse that they're giving us because we have been enduring this, enduring this, trying to make ways that it works, trying to maneuver the workforce without this, trying to become uh, entrepreneurs in this system, trying to become our, like, we have been enduring this and just, and, and also fighting for the longest, the longest. And now since what, March, April, shit's a little bit different. They are flipping out. The police chiefs in New York are like, we're treated like criminals, this is crazy. Uh, McMuffin Karen is saying she's she's done with the force because of one little incident at McDonald's. Like they could not take what we have been enduring. So that just that just says that like who's who's who is the stronger race? Who has this? Who is stronger out of us? The ones who oppress, 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 oppress because of their position, and then as soon as shit is flipped, they can't take it or the ones who have been fighting, 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 fighting. And that's why it's, it's, it just rings so clear. Like this world is so, so, so lucky that black people, Mexican people, Native American people, all these uh, Asian people, all these people are not looking for uh, revenge. We just want shit to be fair. Yeah. And the, the fact that I, it, it's just, that's the silver lining for me. It's just like, okay, I could see who, where the strength is in this interaction and where the weakness is. And that's why it's happening. That's why we're being kept down at the end of the day is because they know what it is. They know what it is. There would never, they, they, yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's about that. Uh, is it, oh, and it's 540. Okay, how am I gonna get into this? Well, if you, you know, if, if, you, if you get a liquor from McDonald's, no, no, no. No, 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 how about this, how about this? How about this? You know what? Sometimes I have to admit it is overwhelming and I have to even detox from social media. And if you've oh. ever needed to detox from anything, especially when it comes to drinking, to let loose a little bit, you should look at DHM. Because guys, when I tell you this is the best thing since sliced bread, um, DHM detox is a vitamin for people who like to enjoy alcohol. All right? You get that much needed immunity boost while you're drinking. And it's time to start taking care of bodies while we're having fun and kicking it with our friends and detaching from everything every now and then, but still being responsible while we're doing it. So 
Whether you hate hangovers or you just like to enjoy a few drinks here and there, DHM Detox is a must. Now, their company is built on the words, no days wasted. And I can attest to this, and I'm sure Pat can as well. Mm -hmm. Whenever we take DHM and we have a great time with our friends or our families or even just at the crib kicking back, throwing a few, we never wake up feeling that haze and that, that funk that you get from the anxiety and headaches and all of that. So you can enjoy your drinks without the next day nausea. Um, there's a misconception that the awful next day feeling is caused by dehydration. And that's just not the case. It's because the buildup of alcohol toxins is a byproduct. DHM toxic uses science to help boost your body's natural response to alcohol and help break down those toxins. It's made up of natural ingredients and antioxidants and vitamins. And just two capsules after your first couple of drinks, it starts to go to work. So if you have a long night of drinking, you know, you have, you know, five or more drinks, all you have to do is just double up and take another packet um, and you should be good in the morning. They come in convenient packets. They're easy to take when you're on the go and share with friends or family. And now it's really just a part of my regular route. Uh, drinking routine and people are like how do you drink like that and you don't wake up feeling and you still working like that it's like bro it's all because of dhm detox you know what i mean really? so um i can i can say since we started like advertising with dhm i've probably gone to gone through two or no actually three boxes i was just about to say since we since literally our first ad I have never been on this earth for a day without DHM. Like I, I'm, I re up every single time. Like it's not even really, um, it's not even really a thing for me anymore. Like hangovers. Like once it gets to that point, it's just like you have a quick fix and you really don't have to worry about that anymore. So, I mean, advertisements aside, you need to get this. <laughs> Especially if you if you if you over 25 years old and you start to feel your body like you know what we can't do this as much as we can't do this as efficiently anymore yeah i, I suggest you have a couple of uh packets on on deck also no days wasted is a fantastic uh slogan so listen guys um if you are interested and in which you should be and checking out and being becoming part of the no days wasted model and crew make sure you go to uh no days wasted co.com and you can get 20% off and use our promo code DIYS at the checkout. That's no days wasted co.com and use our promo code DIYS and you will get 20% off your order at the checkout. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you have any questions, you can hit them up actually on Instagram at DHM Detox and that's on Instagram. So hop to it. Because we know the summer's still coming and some of y'all still going to be out there kicking it and I ain't mad at you. Just make mm -hmm. sure you're equipped to kick it hard. No, for real, though. Because uh, hopefully you guys are staying in because of COVID. But uh, if, you, if you have to go out or if you just want to enjoy some drinks at the house, which has been very much the case in quarantine, um, yeah, make sure you have some DHM on deck. On deck. It's, nope. it, it's almost weird how it just kind of clears everything up. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Um, all right, I have a um, I have a couple of conspiracies. Uh, is this this is a somebody somebody just said? Well, a couple of people said a sponsor trip by Telemore Do and DHM to Vegas would be so lit. Wouldn't it, it absolutely would. And I might put everybody on the email chain to see if we can make that happen. Telemore Do X DHM. What? 
Bro, come on. How was that not made specifically for Vegas, bro? Like, that would be like... Just that's legit. that's tailored for us and Vegas. It's crazy. Come on, man. <laughs> this it's one great. will get you drunk. This one will keep you from getting hung over. Let this me write it down right now because I'm serious about it. Let's 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 start the collaboration. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty fun. Damn. Um, okay, I have three small conspiracies that are about like five minutes each. All right. Uh, the first one. It's probably the most interesting, which is why it's first. Some kids on TikTok just decided to make a TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So watch this. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I thought it. <laughs> Wait, open it. <laughs> open it. This thing's gone. Okay, so she's calling the police so we can see if it's actually a dead body or it's just food. Here's the crime scene. So I can just tell by his little appearance at the end that uh, (laughs) that they were in no way trying to look for no type of dead bodies. Um, the music did not help, Loki. The whoever, oh, no, that was that was eerie as hell with the music. Yeah, whoever sound designed that pretty much made it a scary story. This would have just been a video of niggas looking at a suitcase without that music. But that is pretty wild because, first of all, shows that niggas on TikTok are doing a lot more than the actual police. Um, but I think my whole thing is that it shows that, like, that stuff really be happening. Like, <laughs> I get the whole finding a dead body, nigga got shot, dumped or something like that, but the whole Dexter chopping them up, putting them in a, a trash bag and then a suitcase, and then I'm assuming High Tide brought it there. I don't think they just threw it on the rocks. There's probably been dumped in the water, right? Most likely. I mean, it could be High Tide or it could have been dumped right there and they were expecting the tide to come sweep it away. Right. Jesus Christ. But I mean, that is, um, man, like, I don't know. Do you watch Forensic Files, Pat? I uh, used to. Man, because like some of the stuff that they did on there is just like that right there didn't even shock me because no. I've seen so much of that on Forensic Files, bro. Like, is Forensic Files, Files anywhere near those like, um, kind of like, um, those like cop shows, like, uh, like Law and Order, or is Forensic Files like very specifically stuff? Every every episode is different. Every episode is based on a real thing. Like it's it's not like it's not. I'm sorry. It's not based on a real thing. It is really a real case. It's not right. like they have like footage from the actual case, photos from the actual case, like video for all of that. All of it is real. None of it is made up. The only thing they do sometimes is change the names to protect the innocent. But uh-huh. other than that, everything you could look up, like literally look up. Do you remember any of the craziest stuff that you've seen? Um, there was one where, um, let's see, this guy had kidnapped some people and put them in these barrels in his house. 
and like underneath his floor and just left them there and moved out the house. And people had moved in the house, I think maybe like two times and they couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from. So uh, some, they called somebody out and then they found out that there were bodies inside there and they had to track the person back like two different times to find them. Um, they caught him? Yeah, yeah. There was one where this guy in San Diego had was staying in this man's uh, driveway in his mobile home and said that he was doing some work for him and he ended up killing a man and chopping the body up, but all they ever found of the man was his hands. Like just this part right here was all they ever found. They never found the rest of the body pieces. That's such a weird part to cut off, the hands? Everything, bro. Like it, it I mean, nothing is exempt from forensic files, bro. You'll find some of the most bizarre and mind boggling episodes on that. You'd be like, yo, I can't believe people are really like this. That's just your two examples made me think like, oh, that suitcase shit was kind of light compared to those. And I, I do low key remember you saying I watched too much forensic files and that made you paranoid. So I see I see why. Like, shit, that's not just in Dexter. That just be really happening yeah, on the regular. People really be out here wild as hell, bro. That makes me nervous. It's just like you never know who you sit next to on a bus. You never no. know who you're walking by on the street. You never know who you brush up against at a, at a public place. Like, what happens in your city at nighttime is just... Bro, have you ever seen um, the show Adapted? I'm not show. It's, a, it's like a docu documentary called Adapted in, uh, in Plain Sight. Mm -mm. Yo, it's on Netflix. Um, I know some of the people in the chat have seen that, man. Uh, yes, I've heard the Small Town Murders, Cloud Village. Yeah, dope as hell. Um, bro, you gotta watch that 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 documentary, bro. It, it you the whole time you're gonna be watching, you're gonna be like, what? Like, yo, that one just pissed me off so much, bro. Just like the bold kidnappings. No, it's it's specific to one family, and oh. everybody is involved. Oh, and yo, this isn't a Pizzagate, is it? No. Okay. No. Here it is, right here. Abducted in Plain Sight. Was that Netflix? Yes. If you have not watched it, Oof. watch it. It's a show? It's it's a documentary and it's only like one hour and 30 minutes. Okay. It, it, when you, Pat, when I tell you your head is going to fucking explode, you, there are going to be so many times where you'll be like, how the fuck did y'all let that? And then you, the next thing you're like, yeah, it can't get no crazier. And then the mom's going to be like, you're going to be like, shut the fuck up. And then the dad's gonna talk. You'll be like, are you fucking serious? By the end of it, you're just gonna be like, I hate everybody. I hate everybody. Damn. All right. It's good. I would say if you watch it tonight, I'll I'll cash up you the money for your pizza so you can sit and don't have to do nothing. Whoa, 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 wait. Is this that famous story of that dude who like seduced the whole family? Yes. That right there. Don't say more because there are probably people in the chat who haven't seen it. But Pat, if you didn't watch it. No, I didn't. But there was another big story about this because we talked about this before. Pat, this might be that one that we talked about. You got to watch it. You have to watch I it. I did see this. I think I did see this. Did, okay. I, without giving away anything. Without yeah. giving away anything. Was there just a very awkward and mind-blowing scene in the car? Yes. Okay. Yes, Pat. Yes. 
Man, oh man, did I forget about that story. Yo, that's what I'm saying. And like that just that's just one person, Pat. That's just one person. Imagine, imagine what goes on in other countries that don't even have laws like ours. And then imagine what goes on in countries that have super strict laws like Korea and North Korea. Bro, the world is full of crazy. You know how crazy that story is? Just you explaining it like this can't get crazier. What? This can't get you said what? Then you talked to the dad. What? I was like. The only thing that made me think that besides Tiger King was a long time ago. And then it like all came together because of that layered ridiculousness. That was like the last time I felt like that. <laughs> I was, I was, blo- I'm watching it on a plane, right? And yeah. I'm, I'm getting free drinks and I know they are like, oh, he got to be drunk. And I'm just like, cause I'm like, oh, cut the fuck on. I got on my headphones and I'm loud with this shit. But I was just like blown away that they were just this, like it, it's like the dude who tried. What was going on? They were completely like the, aloof to it. It's like the dude who, um, it's not really that much like it, but it kind of reminds me of the dude who was down to get water for Fire Festival. You, you remember uh, him? Yes. <laughs> like what? Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I, said, I was ready to take one for the team. Why? Why though? Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, there's only a few things that made me be like, yo, what? That was for sure one of them. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. So I'm probably not going to watch that again, but I, I'll brush up on the story because that was, that was a, um, that was a doozer. All right. I'm just, gonna, I'm just going to leave you guys with this. Um, I will let you guys do your own research on it, but I do want to Roll it. I just want to float this out there, and I feel like I waste. I, I waited a long enough time, uh, in the so that I don't think anybody in the FBI would watch this long. <laughs> All right, last story, and I, I'll probably just do this one. Super weird. So the, the the face you're looking at is the dude who actually kneeled on um, George Floyd's neck, um, and then started this whole thing, right? Yeah. So two things. The prison that he went to, apparently, all of the minority correct and you you worked in prison, and I and maybe you can give us some insight. Maybe this was because it was a race war, and they figured they would choose sides. But for some reason, all of the guards um, that were of black black or Hispanic, all minority guards, were not allowed to guard George Floyd. They were sent to other um, floors, and they're actually filing like a lawsuit against it. And the strangest part to me was this story. It said multiple officers reported seeing surveillance footage of a white lieutenant granted special access to to, uh, Derek Chauvin's cell where she sat on his bunk and allowed him to use her cell phone, which is clearly a significant policy violation. So my only thing is like, okay, that makes this story scary on multiple levels. Because now I'm thinking like, okay, what scenario would a lieutenant just go into a prisoner's cell and sit on the bed? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know prison stuff. The cell phone thing, I for sure know. There's there's no scenarios. But now it's like, this guy did something very public, very clearly wrong that set forth all these things that could lead to who knows what. Now we know a whole bunch of stuff about. Um, the dude who shot Kennedy saying I was set up, you know, 
the dude who shot Abraham Lincoln. There's there's a lot of weird stuff with that. A lot of people say that they were government appointed. You know, a lot of people say that it was proved that the CIA uh, or the, our own government killed Martin Luther King. Uh-huh. So, what scenario would the cop who killed a man that set forth an entire I I don't know what race to call war. this race war race war what scenario would the lieutenant a white woman come into his cell and let him use the phone now clearly there are there are payphone privileges right they have that so this is on some Jason Bourne type shit like who specifically on her phone did he have to t- call and why mm-hmm. like that is this was the scariest conspiracy pitch that i've heard all year because we're living through it you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like who did he have to check in with who did he have to report to like who is protecting these officers it's 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 really really chilling and 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 scary and this is just the one about the uh the the other officers but i don't know as someone who actually worked in a prison like what does this spell to you yeah, I mean, I think I think it, it just it just highlights the privilege of 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 this this situation. Um, I also think that there may be you know larger plans looming and uh, a, a hidden agenda that we're not privy to right now. Um, and I think that the the whole thing of people of color um, correctional officers not being able to walk him to and from probably his cell and the shower and all of that, because he's, he's definitely in protective custody. He's not in general pop. Um, I think that just speaks to another layer of the privilege because you got to think about like all the times that, you know, black people have been sent to trial and they have an all white jury. You know, they're not afforded that, that luxury to have people who look like them are a true jury of their peers judge them. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that he is getting protective custody from literally only his peers that look like him is like, hmm, okay. So does this point more towards white privilege or a cop brother brotherhood? Like your cops, we're cops, we got I think, you. I think I think they're they in bed with the same thing. I think they're one of the same with that. I okay. think I think it's both. I think it's more so led by the cop privilege. Okay. Uh, in association with the white privilege. Cause I don't think if he was a black cop, he would be afforded the same. Oh no, I know white privilege and cops, that that for sure. I'm saying like, you, you're you leaning more towards like, these are cops protecting their own or like- These are white cops protecting their own. Right, right, right. White cops cop. protecting their own as opposed to like some big like government type thing. Like you have to check in with this person. This is just like regular shit, but we got you because- Yep. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better because <laughs> yeah. to me, it was on some shit like, you know, thank you, agent. So and so here's your here's the phone. Nah. Talk to this. So and you know, what I mean, like, I, I think I think I think that definitely probably are some, some some conversations that they don't want to be heard because those phones are, um, you know, I think they they I don't know for sure, but I think those phones calls are recorded when you do it over the phone. So they, I think they listen in because they definitely go through your mail. Like anything that somebody sends you in jail, they definitely go through and make sure that, you know, they're not sending any drugs or weapons through the, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were listening to the conversations. Um, but yeah, man, it's, 
That's how it is. That's 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 how it's working right now. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be optimistic. That's how it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. And we shall see. We shall see uh where it goes. Obviously, you see what corner we're in. We will uh it's it's gonna be all right, guys. I know we just did a lot to make y'all nervous. <laughs> but we have to speak on it and you know it this is what's happening right now. We'll we'll try to continue to uh, present it in not such a harsh light. Obviously, your your timeline is harsh enough. We'll try to highlight what we highlight, but sometimes you just got to talk about what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, but as always, we appreciate the Scary Squad, More Mob, Cloud Village. You guys are literally the lifeblood. We appreciate you guys so much. Um, like we said earlier, um, we are going to be bringing back um, Chit Chat and Serial. I don't know if we want to do... Uh, to hear maybe like a Saturday morning, Sunday morning type of thing to kind of yeah, like, you know. Not opposed to it. We'll figure it out for sure, for sure. Some type of schedule. Uh, for all our non-Patreons, thank you as well. Um, if, you know, we have, we've been talking uh, to our Patreons in the chat. They get this a little bit early. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to our Patreon as well. And um, yeah, this was, this was some real talk today. I'm glad you guys yeah. in the chat are appreciating it. Um and yeah, and, and until next time, we will we will see you guys on the Patreon and in the Scary Squad. As always, I've been Patrick Cloud. And up to hear more. We'll see you next time. Peace.